good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you are. Thanks for checking in to Performance Talk. I'm your host, Jay Wolfpack Performance Podcast and F1 Minute, home of F1 Minute, the live talk show, the hottest talk show on the planet where it's more about you than it is about me. And now we got more photos. We got more images coming up of this W14B. It is starting to paint a clearer picture. As you see, there are significant changes to the aero package, to the side pod structures, to cooling structures. Uh, several of those images, which I will go over that later on, cover some of the, the packed in items of the W14B as far as their cooling system. They've changed that up as well. Uh, I didn't include those pictures here. We'll do those pictures another time. There's a little bit more information I want to get on that because I think it's pretty interesting. Although we may not get a lot of information on that because teams are very protective of that information. Like when I was in the McLaren garage, they were very protective about having your phones out when the side pods and the engine cooling covers were off because a lot of that stuff is proprietary and a lot of that stuff is kind of where the magic happens as for teams kind to trying to develop a um an advantage on other teams especially mercedes with their cooling package like mercedes i think although i think we should say this although it is it is known right now okay like although right now we know mercedes went in a direction that was not lucrative or beneficial for them right it is still something to be said about their ability to develop and their innovation to make a small package in order to have that slim down side pod variation and to still not have a profound amount of issues with cooling. We only probably heard one or two occasions where either Lewis or George ran into a cooling situation and it still did not cause them a DNF right there. They were able to make it to the end of the race. So I still think that with that ability and that um, resilience and innovation that Mercedes do have what it takes to get them to the finish line and possibly back to being a heavily competitive team. So right here, we're going to compare some Miami Monaco images so that you all can see that. What's going on, fam? Mary Beanie, Blue Diva, Galacticus, Jay London, Chris Paul. Hey, listen, if any of you have a green badge, you are a Wolfpack member for six months or more. You need to get into the Discord, email me, or D, well, DM me in the Discord so I can get you your free shirt. So right here, as you see, let's go ahead and make things big. Let's go big time right here, okay? So right here, as you see, from Miami to Monaco, there is a significant difference. It is clearly known right here that Miami have adopted that a very mild variation of the Alpine and the Aston Martin, certainly very mild in comparison to Aston Martin. Aston Martin has a deep gouge in that downwash section of the upper side pod. Also notice uh, the cooling louvers have changed a bit because the structure has changed. But that downwash section, now more typical to what we see at Aston and what we see at Alpine and even a variation of what we see at Ferrari. Also, um, this is something that, a lot of you thought Mercedes were missing the mark on as far as when it came to having that downforce. What's going on? Jay London, big shout out for the super chat. He says, Merck in season development is beast. Don't forget, Jay London is not lying. Will I am my brother from another mother. What's up? What's up, fam? It's raw. Hey, it's raw week. It is race week. No doubt about that. We're going to have the honey buns on deck. 
Check us out tomorrow. Come visit us for live qualifying watch. We're going to have trivia games. Uh, the winner of the trivia games will have an opportunity to spend for a $25, $50 gift card Sunday for a finale lap. So let's get back into this. Big shout out to all the fam. So, yes, definitely different, right? Also, um, it is clearly obvious right here that maybe even Mike Elliott early on when he sat down and did the tech talk, I think it was with Ted, he he hinted to these updates were already in the pipeline. So Mercedes had already acknowledged that they had they were going to go in a different direction, that the direction they were currently in with the W14 was not that. They didn't take under advisement of Lewis Hamilton, and that also cost them. And now I think what we're seeing, like, let's just, let's just be real. I'm going to be real. Like, is what we see right now of the W14B in Monaco more of what Lewis Hamilton was trying to direct Mercedes to do before they decided not to listen to their seven-time world champion driver and also take bits and pieces from Russell and came up with another car that was not going to be competitive? Is what we see now more of what Lewis was trying to hint them into doing? That is, that is another question. So, Race Reem says, good day, Wolfpack fam. Good day to you, bro. So, right there, we got that image. Now, let's go ahead uh, to the next image right here. You'll see we talked about the anti-dive suspension of the Mercedes. This is another critical component that should yield some positive results. Now, also understand these are all updates until they're upgrades, and upgrades have to bring positive progress, positive race pace. Then it will be considered an upgrade. Right now, it's just an update. It's a change. But I do believe this is another piece of technology that also Red Bull Racing definitely vested in. Okay, the anti-dive, they, they really have gone pronounced with that in the suspension. We went over that yesterday, so that's an older image. So let's go ahead on to something new. Here is that inlet section that we were looking into. And if you notice that nice little bit element right there, uh, that right there is going to flow. Do you, they're going to utilize that for flow conditioning into the inlet, okay? That's something else that's going to be a focus. And this is something else over time that I'm probably pretty sure that we will see consistently change as the races go on, as the season goes on. They're going to be trying to work heavily on conditioning that airflow, not only into the inlet of the side pod, but around the side pod, and more importantly, the undercut of the side pod, okay? This is something that we've also seen pretty uh, pronounced when it comes to Red Bull racing. We saw not even only a couple of races ago where they were using flow vis because they had made a variation. They were trying to see that flow and how that air was moving across the surface. And I got to say, that flow vis was looking pretty good, consistent, and solid. So Red Bull Racing do indeed have their mark and their target on. So now it's about Mercedes since they've now adopted a side pod that is more conventional to the rest of the grid, now being able to take what's working and what's not pretty much like Aston Martin and applying it to the W14B moving forward and seeing if they can have that improved race pace. Okay, so that's another image right there. So let's go to the next one. Here is a better image, a more clear image. As you can see, the Petronas blue arrow is highlighting that bit, that element that is also good, that is used for flow conditioning of that air coming over and around that in inlet of the side pod. You also see the pink arrow indicating that shelf is what I call it, making sure that it gets that air down into the inlet and or over the top. And then those bits where the side view mirror are conditioning once again that airflow. 
Also, if you look at the yellow arrow, now we are getting more into them having an undercut, an underside, because before the inlet of that side pod was vertical. Okay. It was vertical. They did not have that. So could it be said that they had more inlet surface area? Yeah, but it wasn't helping them with that slim down side pod variation. So even they, even though they had more air, now we're going to wonder because Mercedes did indeed change their cooling package, which I will go over that at a later date. Will they now run into heating issues because now they have a smaller inlet and it's horizontal, but it's still smaller in my comparison. And we're going to look at an image that's going to compare that. So now having that undercut, many of you also thought like having that undercut is something else that they were missing in comparison to the rest of the cars on the grid and may indeed be affecting the car's overall downforce and our capabilities to have straight line speed. I also said at the beginning, one of my concerns, although I like the slim down variation side pod of Mercedes, I thought it was innovative. I thought it looked good. But one of my initial concerns right off the right out of the gate was the wake. Was the airflow running into the rear tires going to be a problem? And that is something that I considered an issue at that point in time, not knowing if it was going to be issue, but indeed over time, we saw that that amongst other things was going to be issue. Do not forget a lot of focus right now is on Mercedes side by, because this is a big thing. This has been like a, something that a lot of you have thought is troubling Mercedes, but still do not forget race a ring blessing somebody with a Wolfpack membership, Andy Sylvia, you have it. And we will have a discord. Listen, we're going to have a Wolfpack wolves den meet. I'm going to set it. We're going to either have a pre-FP session or a post-FP debrief session. So make sure you get in the Discord so you can hop on that. Say what you got to say. Meet the rest of your Wolfpack family. So let's go into that. So, yes, we got these bits. We got the undercut. Now we're moving into a more traditional. And you can even see right here, if you look at the rear of that Patronus Blue Arrow, you can kind of see some of that cooling package right there that I'm going to get into at a later date. Let's go ahead and move forward now. Now, right here, this is the Miami side pod. Also, it's kind of funny. They were putting the AMD logo on there. If you don't have AMD, AMD is definitely a company that's that's definitely shined in the shadow of Intel doing some of their things. But I'm not here to give you stock advice. I'm here to give talk to you about some things that we have going into the Monaco GP. So Patronus Blue Arrow cooling louvers, the cooling package, as you see right there, how that's was as far on the W14. Pay attention to the pink arrow. This is an area that is drastically going to change uh, in the zero, the O and the N section. And also the yellow arrow is an area that changes, but not like too much. This area right here doesn't change a profound amount in comparison to the upper area of the side pod. So let's go ahead and compare that. So as you see right here, Monaco, boom, things have drastically changed. Now, if you pay attention to that under area, you can see it changes, but it's not drastic just yet, but it does change. And I do believe the yellow area where you see that yellow arrow, I do believe this section of the Mercedes W14B will also change um, moderately. I'll say I think it's going to change moderately as they start understanding this new concept, understanding the new philosophy that they're moving into. I think this area where the yellow arrow, arrow is indicating will change moderately through the rest of the season. Now, also just look the Miami variation compared to the Monaco variation. Guys, come on. That is monumental change, monumental change 
comparing these two side pods just a race ago. Look at that. All right. Of course, uh, several weeks in between. But look at that. That is monumental. So right here, now you have a very pronounced shoulder roll, which kind of it remind it is similar to what you see. Alpine, Aston, Ferrari had it first. Not as pronounced as the Ferrari shoulder roll, but none of the other cars besides for Aston Martin are. But this is a very big change right here. This is what a lot of you have been waiting on. And now it's time to see, is this actually going to pay dividends? Is this actually going to work? Also, big shout out to everybody that's joining us for this live. I really appreciate it. if you could. If you're not a subscriber here, subscribe to the channel. If you haven't liked the video yet, you like the video, get into the comment section, talk to other viewers and family members that are in here and have a good conversation. Hopefully we don't have a lot of red flags in Monaco, but don't don't hold your breath on that. All right, so let's go ahead and go to the next image. Right here is more of a, a squared up straight view dead on of that side a side pod, the side of the W14. As you can see, moving up toward the left side of the image, you can see how that side pod inlet was more vertical. You also see that this downwash section, which we are more accustomed to see on more of the cars in the grid, especially Ferrari, Aston, and Alpine, is non-existent, which more feeds into the slim down side pod variation, which a lot of you also thought this section not being profound, more flat and having that downwash was indeed part of Mercedes. Mercedes not having enough downforce, okay? And it is credit to Red Bull for them developing, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a team that's going to develop it. But do not forget, the floor is a very big part of this. Mercedes are also bringing a new floor variation, not just the floor, suspension, not just suspension, side pot. We're not seeing a lot of the floor, and we won't see a lot of the floor. And then if we do see a lot of the floor, that is not going to be a good situation because if we see a lot of the floor, that means that car is being put on a tow truck. Mercedes didn't get it covered up in time, and all of a sudden you got photo photography getting that underfloor and then now you see their developments but it's not going to be too much bought into it because it's still unproven versus if red bull ray wrecked and you saw their underfloor a lot of teams are going to have photographers there trying to get pictures of that underfloor so that they can analyze them and then copy them uh jeff talked about as much of this on the f1 minute live show which we have mondays at 8 30 that this is a copy what you see league this is what it is so red bull right now are leading red bull are dominant with the rb19 is a very beautiful engineered built machine if teams can get any type of information off of that car that will utilize and that will benefit their teams they're going to do it okay Okay, so right here, as you see, Mercedes, that nice little flick, uh, pay attention to this flick on the downward side of the floor, on the leading leading edge side of the floor. Pay attention to that flick and see how that changes as well. But now we'll go into that next image and right here, boom. Okay, now the floor is not here, so we won't see that flick, but we will eventually see that as more images start to surface about the W14B. But right here in Monaco, clear downwash section right here. Very mild variation in compare, comparison to Aston Martin for sure. Now, does this section of the car, this downwash section of the side pod, do we happen to see that even get more profound as they start understanding this concept? Right now, I call this scaling in. They're scaling into this design. Don't forget we're in a cost cap era, but they're scaling in. And with them scaling in, and as they understand the philosophy of this new direction, does this downwash section of the side pod really start to mimic that of Alpine and Aston, which are two, 
I, let's let's leave Alpine to the side because right now they're falling short, and I think it's really more about their driver pairing and maybe some other things that Alpine are definitely going under, and they're under attack by their CEO and all types of other stuff. But definitely Aston Martin is where I'm looking to see if Mercedes are going to rival them with their new direction. I think that's a very legitimate and realistic goal. I don't think that anybody out here right now should be thinking that with these updates, Mercedes are going to go right into being competitive to Red Bull Racing. That's a far cry right now. That's something that you shouldn't even look for. I think a realistic goal right now for Mercedes is to rival and dominate Aston Martin and become that second constructors right now and to also at some point in time this season I would like to see if Lewis Hamilton gets his race win to indeed break the record of a racer a driver in Formula One over 300 GPs gets a race win right now that has not happened and he's in a race with Alonzo right now to see who's going to make that happen is Alonzo going to get the first race win and be the driver over 300 to get it or is Lewis Hamilton going to be there are a lot of things that people are looking to see are we going to see these things with Mercedes making these updates and these are some pretty significant updates now we have to see can they improve their race pace overall that is what it means at the end of the day is this going to be another situation has Mercedes done something else and made another change and if the W14B proves to be even worse or somewhat evenly worse than the W14 then it, it is all for nothing it is all for nothing. They, they have to understand what's going on. They have to make sure that they develop in the course of having race pace. And that's still what we have to see. These updates are nice to see, but we want to see what's going to happen to FP1, FP2, FP3 and qualifying and then on race day. But even more so than race day in Monaco, I think a lot of us want to know what's going to happen in race day in Barcelona. That's where we want to look to see what's really going to pop and what's really going to happen. Let's go to our next image. So as you see right here in comparison, very profound differences right here between Monaco and, and Miami right here. Uh, well, that's still Monaco right here. Miami right here between Mon Miami and Monaco. Very profound differences right here. Very profound differences. That is that is significant. OK, just take a look at that. Just take a moment. Take a few seconds and take this image in. Right. The Miami, just in Miami, take this image in. Now look and just mentally take your photos like and go to this different. Okay. Big shout out to Blue Diva says three red flags in F2 practice session. Weather is perfect. That's crazy. That is crazy, Blue Diva. Red flags are like the thing to do these days. All right, so let's go ahead. Uh, we compared those pictures. Let you look at that right here in Monaco. As you see, coming more from the rear quarter looking view of the side pod. Definitely look at the yellow arrow. Definitely now an undercut there. When they put the floor on there, that area would be more profound with that channel that a lot of you were looking for Mercedes to add and that they you felt they didn't have. Also, the pink arrow indicating that nice little subtle shoulder roll uh, imitating uh, or mimicking other cars on the grid. And then the uh, Patronus blue arrow, the downwash section with the louver section and all that in there. It is very different. It is very different. And now we want to know, is this what's going to happen and are we actually going to see what we need to see as far as Mercedes having the race pace. Big shout out Mary Beanie for that super sticker. So uh, let's just say hypothetically we come into Monaco, all right? We're all sitting down. We're watching FP1, FP2, FP3. And throughout the courses of those three practice sessions, we see that Mercedes indeed have realized pace right they that one thing that we got to look for are the drivers going to be comfortable in the car this is 
basically a new car. Okay, basically a new car. I'm going to say basically a new car. What the W14 has went through is very drastic surgery. All right. And with surgery, we know the body takes time to heal. So will it take these drivers to get used and accustomed to these changes because the characteristics of the car through the air is going to be different. If they have a small learning curve with that and indeed by quality or FP3 start to say and go through press conferences and say, yo, the car is feeling better right off the back. I'm getting more comfortable with it. I think we're on the right direction. Cool. But now we got to see what's going to happen. Q1, Q2, Q3. All right. This is where the chips start getting pushed to the middle of the table. Are these updates actually paying off so that they actually don't get kicked out of Q1? OK, do they make it to Q2? Great. Now, do they make it to Q3? Great. Now, where do they place on the grid? We want to see top 10, top five. Honestly, no. Let's skip that. Top 10. If they're if they're only a top 10, that's not anything that's going to be impressive. They need to be top five or higher when it comes to placing on the grid. Even with these updates in mind, that is what I'm looking for. Top five placement, okay? If they're not top five placement, then that still says Monaco probably not the best place, although still probably not completely understanding it, which is legitimate. But then also, how far away are you from making top five placements in qualifications so that we can see Mercedes is going to become one of the four more competitive teams and also a legitimate, a legitimate goal to beat Aston Martin throughout the course of the season, okay? That is what I want. Now, of course, if they beat Aston Martin throughout the course of the season, they're a top three team. Well, can it not be debated that they might be top two? Because Ferrari aren't necessarily doing the best that they have available to them right now. They're going through significant changes, not only with personnel, but with their car as well. So if Mercedes can develop through the course of the year, and this is not even the midpoint of the year to become a legitimate top two, the top, the second team in Constructors Championship and overall the most competitive team outside of the one, number one spot, that says a lot for Mercedes development. You got to give it to them, okay? We already got to give it to Red Bull. They developed the car. I know the cost cap area, but let's just say development alone developed it. But I understand the shade and the cheat of Yay, they did it, breached the cost cap. And by the way, cost cap situation is going to come up. We're going to be looking for that in October. But let's just look at this image a bit here. Uh, Alex TV, bro, what's up? Haven't seen you in a long time, bro. Don't set yourself up for disappointment. Alex TV, you are exactly right. Don't set yourself up for disappointment. Be very scaled in when you see these updates. Don't go in just thinking these updates are going to bring a full second or whatever. If that happens, that is beyond ridiculously crazy but if we see two tenths three tenths now remember those two tenths or three tenths are just out of the gate we're looking for more tenths as they understand the philosophy in the car and they make subtle adjustments throughout that time to then improve it overall five tenths if we can see that before the end of the season and or more I'd say that's pretty positive because now they go into the offseason, fully get to go and dive into this car, wind tunnel time, development time, and then we actually see what they can come up with. So, yeah, let's just go through these photos real quick for anybody who wasn't here earlier so you can go ahead and see these photos that you missed as we were going through. Suspension, uh, as, we, as we talked about that, anti-dive suspension going more, more elaborate right here. Also, those bits and elements going to condition airflow in and around that side pod and inlet section. A little bit more clear picture from a different angle now that you can see the inlet and how that how that um, angle of attack as that air goes in, where it's kind of really being forced down into that side pod, that shelf to kind of condition that airflow above and below, and that element to the left 
are to the right of the screen and then also that undercut at the yellow arrow indicating and then right here looking at the miami variation of the slim down side pot which we know is the w14 and definitely a lot of you feel plagued mercedes with the lack of being able to have race pace in comparison to the now w14b side pot with the shoulder roll with the down wash and even with a little bit of undercut right there for that airflow here we go to full face on side view of that w14 slim down side pot variation i'm also going to be very curious to see what the floor looks like to see if those little flicks and bits are there or did they also change that as much on the new floor? Because we do know a new floor is coming and we haven't seen photos of that new floor just yet. And when they do come out and I do get them, I will come live with you again. And here we go. Side view of the new W14 spec B side pod looking very different, more pleasing to a lot of you and definitely mimics a bit more of uh, competitive and successful cars. And we see W14 uh, B as the Aston Martin, the Alpine and all that. Galactic says if updates work, Merck could be second team make Red Bull. Hey, we're going to see make Red Bull cry we do know red bull come on even red bull fans you know red bull cries 2015 they were crying about mercedes being dominant and threatened to leave the sport instead of just being more competitive and we all know how that went all right so then also right here a more rear quarter shot of the new side pop variation i still do like it i like any i like i like things that i like innovation i like development this is not as um unique as a slim down side pod but at this point in time i don't think we're looking for unique we're looking for does it work is it going to give mercedes race pace is this what we're going to see eventually them being able to be competitive and maybe even be on the rear wing of red bull at some circuit at some point in time i don't think it's going to happen in monaco it may not have any happen even in spain but we'll see eventually does it happen let's continue on with these photographs so people can take a look at what they missed while they were not here for the early part of the show and there we go okay and this image really gives you a a, a more of a comparison if you look on the bottom edge of the side pot of that undercut that's going to bring that airflow just down underneath that side pod instead of just kind of kicking it out and not really using it to add downforce. Now the floor with the side pod will have a bit more ability to have downforce to channel that air down there. A little bit more downforce element is what I believe going into this race week. So we will see what happens. I am very interested to see what's going to happen. FP1, FP2, FP3. We're going to have a Wolves Den Discord and we're going to talk about what you all think, what the family members think, what are you expecting? What are you hoping to see? What are you not pleased with? So I will post that soon in the members channel section. And I will also post it in the discord, the time and the date for that Wolves Den Discord meet. This is another race week. This is Monaco. You know I'm going to make race day waffles. I will post those pictures. You know at the quality kickback on Saturday, we're going to have the trivia games. Come join us. Anybody can participate. It's open to anybody that is in the channel. Freak Dogs Flair, where is the P? Hey, man, the P is missing because the P is with the red. That is, they, they look at you, freak dog. The P is missing because they had a better surface area. Let's go ahead and go to an image because I, I I think I can explain that real quick. If you look uh, right here, you can see the P on the upper, the inlet section right here. All right. That's another section that they're attaching that side pot to. So there's your P. But uh, before... They were able to put that P completely right here. It was a better surface area for that P right there. You got that. And then uh, right here, Patronus, you had more surface area to put the entire Patronus right there. Now that that side pod area is a bit different, 
her verse right here, there's not area really to put Patronus right here leading up there. It's not enough. They need it big. I'm pretty sure they got a deal says how long and how big or how viewable that needs to be seen. And that's not going to give them the available surface area right there with team viewer and AMD right there. And Patronus is not going to shrink their logo down because they are like the big dogs on that car. Uh, you know, uh, they're going to make sure that they have enough surface area to put that Patronus there. So, yeah, with that P coming this way, it will be on that set, that other section of uh, the inlet. So I'm pretty sure that that's what you're going to have right there. So, yep. So other than that, big shout out to you all. We're going to stay tuned. Stay, stay with me throughout the week. Uh, hopefully we can get um, Honey Buns will be here definitely for qualifying. I really want a Honey Bun right now, but I'm going to eat some real breakfast and get some real breakfast and probably eat some red grapes and drink some water. So stay healthy, right? Stay healthy so you can live longer. You can come and enjoy lives like this with us. Subscribe to the channel, like, comment in the comment section. Even think about joining the channel membership, which gives you access to the Discord, access to other things that we do throughout the season. So um, also, I am in talks. Uh, thank you. Big shout out to McLaren for giving me a point of contact over at Alfa Romeo so that we can find our way to get our donation into their hands. Uh, the I-band doesn't work in U.S., so big shout out to McLaren getting back to me, getting me an actual point of contact at Alfa Romeo, which was really cool. I'm looking for them to get back so we could take care of that. Big shout out to the Wolfpack family for that esports race that we had. Big shout out for that. We're in Monaco. We're about to see some big things popping. I told you a lot of things were going to pop going into Monaco. Deal with Aston Martin and Honda. Now we got all the updates coming out, pictures coming out with the W14B from Mercedes. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be something else big. A lot of people are wondering what's up with the Ferrari and Lewis Hamilton deal. I don't think it's going far. I don't worry about that. I don't think Lewis is going anywhere. I think Lewis is going to stick with Mercedes until he's done. And then he'll walk out of Formula One with, well, not really walk out of Formula One. He'll probably retain a role at Mercedes, some type of legacy contract. So we'll see what happens there. But big shout out to you all. I will have more coming soon. All right. Peace.